This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. There's a real buzz about town, but the gaffer remains focused as ever. We need to do it for the next six months. We're not getting carried away with one result or whatever. We've had a good week. It's lifted the spirits, you know, the three wins in the week. A lot of work to do yet. Victory at Forest Green Rovers at the weekend earned the Stags their first three points of the league campaign and made it two for two from Clough, three for three for the boys and five unbeaten in total. But as the reinvigorated Stags come home for the next three fixtures, can Clough's men continue their upwards climb, starting with a visit of Colchester United on Friday night. Tonight on the Mansfield Matters podcast, we'll look back at the U-turn in form, delve into player transformations and look ahead to the rest of November, where an unbeaten run for the side means a Christmas suit for me. Manfield Matters social media fans and Nathan's multiple Twitter accounts will know all about that. Don't worry if you've missed it though, we'll explain more later. Also tonight, bags aside, your comments, your questions and observations as always and we'll head into the dressing room with returning skipper Ollie Clark who shares his views on the appointment of Nigel Clough. I for one was looking forward to it straight away because I, I understand that he, he enjoys hard work and, and people that put their bodies on the line and that's something I kind of like to do myself, do you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those I, I look forward to the hard work. I'm hoping that he likes me as a player and I can obviously push on under his management. Get involved right now on the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield always matters. Three wins from three games, two wins from two games for Nigel Clough, one win in the league. Dare I say the immortal words, tis the season 
to be jolly. Not yet. Nathan's shaking his head on uh, Skype, so I won't say it just yet. We'll talk more about superstitions later on. This is the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Because Mansfield Matters. A very good evening to you, or good morning, or good afternoon, if you're listening to the audio version of this. We are live on Facebook, as always. It's seven minutes past six on this Wednesday night. Great to have you with us. As always, if you wish to get involved with the show, please do so in the comments as we say hello. A good evening to Cam Felton. Good evening. Nathan Edge. Good evening. It's like we're on a game show here. And the man who hasn't got a picture yet, Simon Mercer. Hello? <laughs> there he is. It is working. We can <laughs> confirm that Simon is there, although he's having... I think his laptop is from the year that he's born, which is about 1802. So he has, he's having some technical issues uh, tonight. So I'm going to try and get a picture on screen for him in a second. But for now, those of you at home are stuck with a little grey square which says SM. And I can imagine you, you're giving the V signs and everything, Si. I can, I can imagine that. Um <laughs> I, I, we'll start with you because obviously we don't have very long with you. Obviously, we know that you have to shoot off and sort the kids out in about half an hour or so. So we'll start with you. The last time we caught up with you, Si, obviously Nigel Clough had just been appointed. Things have been going swimmingly ever since. You must be absolutely buzzing with the way Mansfield are, are going at the moment. It's been a tremendous U-turn in form. Oh, God, yeah. Long may it continue as well. <laughs> um, yeah, we've been playing really well. The players seem to have... Um adapted to his style of play quite quickly which is always good and pleasing the players that have been not performing very well i.e in my opinion i don't know about yourselves jordan bowery he's not been performing very well but the last three games he seems to have picked up so like i say long may it continue yeah we're going to dive into that a little bit more uh tonight we're going to look at those um uh, those changes in performances and, and things like that. And like uh, like Simon said there, Cam, you know, Jordan Bowery is one name which springs out. Uh, Marek Steck, another. Yeah, I'll say, I think Steck made it into the team of the week uh, in the Football League paper for last weekend at Forest Green. Made some absolutely unreal saves over the last couple of games. Uh, ones that have really kept us in the game and... and uh, yeah, he's obviously he's coming with for a lot of criticism of, since he's arrived. It's been a bit questionable with some of his performances, but the last few games have been absolutely outstanding. And and considering a couple of weeks ago we were saying, oh, is it now time to give Aiden Stoner a, a a running goal? And it's now like, well, where is he going to get that chance? Because Steck just looks absolutely unmovable at the moment. Yeah, it does. And and you know, like Cam was saying there, Nath, you know, it has sort of turned around a little bit and. Explain what happened at the start, the start of the show with, with the whole Christmas uh, with the whole Christmas suit thing. Um, just just to give the listeners, our dear listeners, a little bit more uh, background on that, as I add a, a, a fetching image for Simon on our screen right now. Oh. <laughs> well, um, that's that. This will be interesting. Um, yeah. So uh, was, it, was it after the game um, on Saturday? You tweeted this, or uh, a few days ago, anyway, uh, on the at Mansfield Matters. Twitter page and on, and on Facebook as well. Craig had the uh, terrific idea to post a, a poll. Uh, and this is a bit like my dad making this promise a couple of weeks ago about if we won the game against Sunderland, then he'd put the Christmas tree up. Well, Cam, uh, Craig's fallen into the same trap. He's put a poll up to say that if Stags go for the rest of the month unbeaten, he's going to uh, dress up rather festively for, for the podcast, which, uh, you know, well... I say he, there was a vote, so it could have been me, Cam, 
Simon or Craig, but as I own multiple Twitter accounts, I took full advantage of that. And it's going to be Craig. So uh, congratulations, Craig. I'm looking forward to it. In fact, I shall put the image. Uh, by the way, Simon, your image, uh, I don't want to tell you what it looks like. All I will say is watch the video back later on and, and you'll see. Nathan, I'll describe it for you. It's a screenshot from when me, you and Simon were recording a show with Martin Riley in the Capo Lounge. And Martin Riley was telling us a very disgusting story. And, and Simon's face certainly looks like he's been caught doing something. Let's leave it at that. Uh, I'll put the, uh, the, uh, the Christmas image on screen for you now. Uh, it's just popped up in the middle of the screen. It's a bright... That, that's interesting because I don't think I ever met Martin Riley. It was what it was one of them. I'm sure it was one of them. It, whoever's story it was, it might have been Ian Bowling's. I can't remember actually. Um, but there you go. Uh, I've put the Christmas image on screen now. It's a nice fetching green Christmas suit with Santa's all over it. Um, yeah, and if you want to get involved with that vote, go on over to our Twitter at MTFC Matters. Another vote though is a more serious. Vote Craig. What? Yeah, vote Craig. No, no, Hashtag no. Vote Craig. Uh, another more serious vote, though, is uh, a vote which I've just put on uh, live on our Facebook page. Uh, can the Stags remain unbeaten in November? So make sure you get uh, a vote on uh, on uh, that one. Uh, keep your comments coming in. Uh, we'll love to hear from you throughout the throughout the night uh, and get your thoughts on everything that is uh, everything that's happening. Uh, Roger says, evening lads. Keith says, do you guys want me to send you some snow and high winds from the far north of Scotland? Uh, no, I don't think so. Take care and stay safe. Hope that Lapsley stays. Come on, you stags. Uh, Roger says, looks like Nigel's galvanised him. Um, Jamie says, evening everyone. Mark says, another three points on Friday will be nice. Um, Roger says, evening boys, hope you're all well. Craig says, Faz Rawson is another, in my opinion, looking a different player along with Bowery and Steck. Um, uh, keep your comments coming in, guys. Let us know your thoughts on everything which has happened over the last couple of weeks. Let's start with uh, last week and then, uh, then Cy and, and sort of have a look at that. First uh, league victory, Forest Green away. They were third in the table uh, going into that game, uh, but the Stags put in a, uh, a, a decent performance and thoroughly deserved the three points in the end. I think we've that good. I think we've I think we've lost Simon. Uh, Cam, do you want to take that one? Uh, oh, we've proper lost Simon now. We have lost Simon. I'll try and get him back. Cam, you take the answer to that one whilst I sort this out. Oh, I've completely forgot you were talking. I was daydreaming. I was doing some research <laughs> on something. I was talking about. Uh, I was looking for something. I was talking about Forest. I was talking about Forest Green and uh, All right, the first one of the season. Uh, yeah, I mean. First win of the season, by far the best performance of the season. We thought that, um, obviously, the weekend before at um, at Sunderland was good, a good performance. I think that we obviously were fully deserved. We weren't going to get, we weren't expected to get anything out of that Forest Green game, and we and we really showed them what we can do. We showed the league, we showed the rest of the teams what we really can do. And I think um, Mark Cooper came out and said that the Mansfield knew this stuff, came out and and it gave us too much to do with the second half uh, and I think it just proves that if we it's like all these chances that we're creating I think we're up in the top in the in the whole division I think we're in the top 10 for chances created in a game and we just can't seem to bloody finish them I think he and might be back now... are you, are you, Simon are you there yes there he is we were Bizarre. just we were, we were just talking about um, Forest Green and you know how important it was to get three points on Saturday you must have been Absolutely buzzing uh, when you when you saw the full time score. A little bit, yeah. Two good goals as well, to be honest. 
Yeah, it was. Uh, two very well-worked goals as well and uh, a really strong performance from the Stags. And is it something that you perhaps expected uh, the Stags to sort of do so early or did you think it would take Nigel Clough a few games to sort of get that first win on the board? I, well, no. I, there's always the new manager syndrome that comes into it. So every player seems, seems to pick up their performance by an extra 15 20%. So I, I did, I kind of, really expected a win on Saturday and for somebody for us to go down to Forest Green and beat them who's kind of one of the better teams in the league um, is a quite decent result so let we, we can hopefully we can carry on from there yeah absolutely and uh, fingers crossed we certainly can do that Nate we've got a tough uh, run of games coming up though starting with Colchester on Friday night, that'll be uh, a, a, a tough one. But we'll get more into the actual game side of it later on in the show. But it will be another night which, in in which, kind of history will be made following the news from the EFL earlier today. Yeah, um, obviously uh, for for those that, that haven't seen it, um, League One, Two, and the Championship are going to be able to uh, make five substitutes in a game, which is. Uh, you know, obviously, a decision that's been made uh, due to, I guess, uh, you know, injuries, etc., and the current situation. There's a lot of things involved in that. So, uh, but I think it's been discussed for a while, and obviously, we're going to be the first ones to uh, to, to utilise that. And hopefully, um, you know, with a with a strength of squad that we've got, that should should benefit us uh, in in the long run. So, I know obviously we don't have a massive squad compared to what we have done. Uh, you know, in previous years, but when we're when we are up to uh, a full uh, clean bill of bill of health, then I'd like to say, although we might not have the numbers as such, we've still got the quality there on the bench, which um, you know, hopefully we can count on those players to come on and, and make a difference. So, uh, you know, for, for clubs like ourselves, that's obviously a really you know really positive news. And um, you know, it's end of the day it's it's a new rule and it's there for everyone to to take advantage of it and so we we do make the most of that can i just add something to that no you know if this this had been over the last couple of ste- uh, couple of seasons amari sterling james still wouldn't have got a bloody game <laughs> he'd have got his his standard five minutes plus two goals to be fair though boys let's face it the way things are at minute We'll have to wait 10 minutes before a sub comes on because they'll be coming from Dunelm all summer. <laughs> changing rooms. <laughs> all the social distancing, getting them down on, onto the stands. You, you're absolutely right, Sign. I think one thing which I, 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 I looked at, I suppose it's a positive, you know, it, it gives you more options to freshen things up in, in a game if things aren't quite going your way. But also those players who... You know, you you fall into a managerial trap, don't you? You sometimes you'll take a striker off, like we did on Saturday, to you know to see the game out, um, and you might bring a midfielder on. But now, you know, with the added couple of subs late on, I think that might really see a difference, especially for us side at the moment. You know, by being able to bring those fresher legs on late in the game to help us see these games out, I think it'll be actually a really a real game changer for us, especially if we're bringing young lads on. People like Tyrese, who've got pace and things like that, or, for example, if Kellen Gordon's on the bench or any anybody that's got a bit of pace, then, yeah, you know, if they've had a bit of a torrid time during the game against one of the guys, they're not going to want some, you know, young whippersnapper coming on and uh, trying to get the better of them. So, yeah, it could, 
it could be advantageous for us. That's so a... The thing I'd, I'd like to see probably change now, I don't know if um, anybody else at home realised this on, on Saturday at, at Forest Green, but uh, there, there's been another rule change. So there was a rule where you had to name a uh, basically a homegrown player, on the at least in the match day squad. Now, for some reason, I don't know why the reason, I've not been able to find the answer just yet, but uh, that is no longer in place. Uh, well, it wasn't for, for Saturday when we played Forest Green. So, um, you know, now this new rule's come, in, come into place. I'd like to see that return, actually. I know um, some people for it, some people for against it, but if you can make five subs, that surely that's even more of an opportunity for for if that if one of those dedicated players is named on the bench, there's actually even more of a chance of them getting on the pitch, which is only going to benefit the development. Now, obviously, I'd like, I hope Nigel Clough would probably, um, you know, over time... Uh, invest time in in the youth players anyway, but even so, it, it across the league as a whole, surely it would be beneficial for that rule to be back in place. I, I personally would want to see it. Yeah, absolutely. I was quite miffed by that on on Saturday, Cam. I mean, mm. it certainly wasn't something uh, I was aware of. Uh, not something which had been massively published. We sort of picked it up around the team sheet because we were all sort of questioning, you know, is it James Perch that falls into the homegrown player with him coming from the area, etc. But then obviously we found out that it's not a thing and personally I I always felt that there was a that was a good rule because it meant even though some managers did just did literally just box tick with it I have to admit on football manager I used to box tick with it quite a lot I just used to put like a young keeper on the bench or whatever but um in reality it it was a rule which allowed young players to to have hope and even if they didn't get on the pitch you know we saw it a couple of seasons back with Jimmy Knowles you know if if you work hard enough and you impress you're going to get that invaluable experience in and around the first team and I don't think that's something which should have been taken away yeah I'll say I'm just looking through the EFL website and they've not posted anything about it only the rule change from uh, today about the substitutes Um, other than that they've, they've not said anything so who knows but yeah it, it, it has been used to the to box tick and i think it is an important thing to have to to safeguard the future because i think if you've got like last season we saw it a little bit more with jimmy knowles coming off the bench a bit i think we saw tyree sinclair as well coming off uh no um alistair smith playing as well so uh, whilst both of those players that you, you go to players over the last couple of seasons both being out on loan i think it's it's a a, a a good time to get somebody else in your your mason campbells on the on on the bench for the goalkeepers and and tyree sinclair being on there as well so i don't know the the, the reasoning behind this change because if it's going to get get chances then it's going to get chances and especially considering we were already out of the cup competitions uh the well what you consider the the youth cup essentially the stuff crust cut whatever it's bloody called now um so the, you're not going to get game time and with less games being played yes you've got youth games but there's no reserve games yet there's no league fixtures for that there's no cup fixtures for that so it's just a struggle to get players these this time uh so they might change their mind the efl but wait and see what happens. Who knows what the AFL are thinking these days because they're absolutely clueless sometimes. Keep your comments uh, coming in and let us know your thoughts on the poll as well. We're currently asking you, can the Stags remain unbeaten in November? Remember, if they do so, it looks like I'll be buying a very fetching 
green Christmas suit uh, to host the Mansfield Matters uh, Christmas quiz in. So uh, let us know your thoughts on that. So far, uh, lots of you voting on it so far. The options are yes, no or unsure. And uh, a lot of you saying, 67% of you at the moment saying yes, uh, the Stags can remain unbeaten in November. Obviously three games, two in the league and uh, one in the cup so we'll see what happens uh, as the uh, as the season progresses keep your comments coming in um as um as always and let us know uh, your thoughts on uh, on all things uh, Mansfield town this evening really want to have for you to have your say on your team uh, as some of you have been doing already pedro says five subs uh, could be good for his very strong squad opportunity to rotate uh, Nigel says, before Nigel Clough came, we could have done with 11 subs. Um, Keith says, I agree with you all. Five subs is the way to go. Well said, Nathan. Do you think that Jimmy Knowles will come back to the Stags? I, for one, hope so. Yeah, I think he probably uh, will may, will possibly get a recall in January. Obviously, out on loan at Notts County uh, at the moment. I have to say, I've not really kept an eye on, uh, on his progress too much. So, uh, we'll have to have a little look into... Uh, to how many he's played and things like that. Perhaps Cam can have a little look for us uh, in between his uh, cheeky vintos, as somebody mentioned in the uh, in the comments. Is that what you're on tonight, Cam, or is it just juice? Blackcurrant squash. Blackcurrant squash. Well, they well well there you go. Saving, so, saving all the drinking for Friday night. Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, don't forget to join me and Nathan uh, after their full time whistle. Because Cam won't be watching. Uh, well, we won't be watching the game, but it'll be no fit. It'll be no fit state to do a podcast afterwards because his roommate next door is a Colchester fan. Uh, so we'll be watching uh, watching that game with his university friends. Oh, university, oh, university friends. Friend, university right. friends. Uh, si, I'm going to come back to you uh, for a second. I'm going to start another poll in a couple of minutes' time, looking at uh, the players um, who've uh, who've impressed. Um, I just want to get your your thoughts on this. Obviously, you know, since Nigel Clough's come in, obviously there's been a, an up, upturning in fortunes in terms of results, but there has in performances as well. Who particularly uh, stood out for you and? Uh, uh, and sort of, uh, and why do you think that is? Well, the main one for me has to be, I mentioned him earlier, which is Jordan Bowery. I mean, it, at the, the last three games, his, his hold-up play has been absolutely immense. You know, he's, he, um, he intercepted the ball on Saturday for, was it Harry to score, Harry Charsley? Yeah. He, he, you know, he's he's in and about, he's, he's buzzing about up front. And, yeah, towards the end of the game, he, he kind of, you know, he, he, he loses that bit of pace and things like that. But that just proves that he's put a shift in, you know, and, and that's what he's doing at the moment. And he's he's impressed me in the last three games, you know. I, we, I watched the Sunderland match uh week before last and um you guys were mentioning on the group chat and I kind of like, I disagreed with you to start with, but as the game went on, I kind of said to my dad, I said, you know, he's 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 put a real good shift in and he's the main one that stood out for me. The voice there of Simon Mercer. We're going to put it to the vote of you guys in just a second as well. In fact, I'll uh, put that vote uh, live now. You can tell that I'm furloughed and I've got sod all else to do. I've been playing with all the different features uh, uh, today. So there you go. I'm going to... Uh, put the ropes in. I said, can the Stags remain unbeaten in November? Uh, 23% of you are unsure. 10% think no. And uh, 68% uh, of you guys believe the Stags can remain unbeaten in November. So will I be getting a, uh, a Christmas uh, style suit? I'm going to put a different... Um, 
poll on for you now. Who has shown the most improvement since Graham Coughlin left? Marek Steck, Jordan Bowery, James Perch. I'll give my reasons for that in a little bit. Or any other, feel free to um, comment with uh, who you think the poll for that is now live. Let's quickly go back to uh, Saturday, Si, in terms of uh, week form. Very important three points for us at, at um at Forest Green, like we, like we say, and uh, one which has certainly given us momentum. But I think, you know, like a lot of us have been sort of getting maybe a little bit carried away, maybe a little bit sort of the joy of getting three points has is, is, is been quite evident, side. But Nigel Clough came out and said exactly what we wanted him to say after the match, didn't he, in terms of we've won one game, you know, we've won nothing, we've, we've, we've achieved nothing yet, it's just one game we have to build from here. Yes. And that that's that's the main thing, you know. Is we've achieved nothing by winning one game. But you know, I I know I've said it a thousand times already tonight. We've got to kick on and keep going, and you know, keep working hard and things like that. Nigel knows there's a lot of hard work to do, and it's already proved that is what he's implemented in the last week and a half of him being here. It it seems to be working. So, um. He just needs to get them, you know, get them working as a team more and things like that. And I think, I think, like Cam mentioned the other week, we've got a team on paper that should be ripping this league up and hopefully uh, ripping this league apart, should I say. And hopefully, you know, with Nigel at the helm going forward, we, we can actually start to make an impact and build on Saturday and the results will come with hard work. The thoughts there of uh, Simon Mercer, I probably imagine we're going to have to bid farewell to in a minute or so, Si, I imagine. No, no, not yet. You've still got another 15, 20 We've minutes of me. 15 minutes of him. There we'll go. We'll, we'll try and you... get rid of me. No, just not at all, mate. I'm just... Back when I've gone, eh? No, no, I'm just making sure <laughs> making sure that you're not going to get in trouble with the missus. So there you go. No, it's not here. It's all good. Uh, well, there you go. That's Well, there you go. I mean, hang on a minute. Your missus isn't there, right? These are all the boys. Yeah. Your laptop, you've not got your webcam on your laptop. Your laptop's sounding a little oh, bit dodgy. No. That's not going there. No, that's, that's, no. that's not. Family show. Family, Family show. show. I'm not Cam Felton, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're funny. Group chat in joke. Uh, Cam, by the way, is your uh, flatmate called Matt? Why? Do, no, answer the question, yes or no. <laughs> Just answer the question, yes or no. Oh, really? Oh, for God's sake. Just put... Oh, can I just say, Matt? Matt's from Nottingham, right? By the way, he's a... I mean, he's a, he's a man. He's a Man United fan, but he's from Nottingham. Right. Well, automatically discount his comment then. Uh, another Matt says, uh, <laughs> bringing it back to more normality. Uh, thanks, neighbour. I'm going to call him neighbour Matt because he lives literally the other side of the curtains to me. He lives in the bungalow, the bungalow opposite. So uh, uh, he's just put. <laughs> no. Uh, he's put. Uh, Can you see Nigel bringing any? Any in any new players in the next transfer window um, who have played for him before? Not necessarily sure about who've played from before. Um, I don't particularly think he is it is that style too much. I know he sort of took uh, Jake Buxton to um, Derby with him, etc., and uh, maybe one or two others. But certainly in terms of incomings in January, Nath, I fully expect there to be. Uh, one or two incoming, one or two outgoing, and we'll also have to keep half an eye on the McLaughlin situation. If you remember, he only signed a short-term deal, which I believe also is up in Jan. Yeah, and um, I guess same with George Lapsey. I mean, we have got him on a season-long loan, but you you never know with these deals whether there's a recall clause in there for January as well. So um, 
there's a obviously there's a, still a quite a bit of uh, football to be played played until January, so um, a, a lot could change. But obviously, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, Clough did say in his press that he would probably be looking at maybe you know, three in, three out. Um, David Sharp has come out in, uh, and said that he's going to be backed in January, which is obviously another positive. So I do I do expect a couple of, of players in, whether it'll be players that he's previously um, you know had at at, uh, at Derby or Burton. That's obviously to be seen. Uh, you know, I'm, my gut feeling is not necessarily. Although I did listen to a uh, not sure if it was a podcast or an interview somewhere with of, of Clough where. Uh, I think it was when he was at managing Burton actually at the time, and he did mention about he does like to bring in players that he can trust, which you know might hint that potentially he'd bring somebody in that you know he's previously worked with. But he's also spoken very very highly, and he did this again on Talksport midweek as well um, about uh, about Simon his re- you know re- recruitment uh, officer or whatever title it is these days uh, about you know his ability to spot a good player and get the personality traits right so um you know i, I anticipate incomings but i whether they'll necessarily be players that they they've worked with before I'm not I, I wouldn't put my money on that no me neither but it'll certainly be interesting to see uh who he does bring in i imagine recruitment will be will be done and like he said in his uh, interview when he first came you know they spend money like it's their own they look after it so that's a a really encouraging sign another encouraging sign was uh, the three points that we picked up on Saturday, time to take a little break from uh, Nathan, Simon, and uh, and Cam, and have a listen to what uh, Nigel Clough had to say uh, after the game on Saturday. After the Stags picked up three vital points, their first three points in Skybet League Two this season. We needed to do it as soon as possible. Very close to doing it last week with Warsaw and Bolton, uh, and I think that's the difference as well. You know, you got Bolton, and we conceded the 90th minute. We didn't today. We saw it through, uh, and that's great for confidence and belief. It's been too long coming, uh, but an absolutely momentous effort by the players today to see that through. Scored two very good goals in the first half. Thought we could have had another one uh, with better decision making in around the penalty area. Uh, but Forest Green third in the league. They're going to come and put you under pressure. Bit unlucky with the goal we conceded, I thought. Just came off Perchy's head and dropped down to the lad. Uh, but I thought after that, the last eight, ten minutes when we were really under pressure, I thought we defended magnificently. That's what you have to do sometimes to win a game when we're in the sort of run that we're in at the moment. You have to do you know, Jordan Barry, you know, where it's sort of he's absolutely on his knees. That's what you have to do. Occasionally, and I don't think we'll do it too often, you coast a game a little bit, you'll get two or three up and then it becomes a bit easier. But when you're desperate for your first victory, that sort of effort is what you need. To get a result like that, you're going to have to get away with one or two balls across the face of your, of your box. Uh, but I thought generally we did restrict them to not too many chances uh, because of the quality that they have. Uh, so I thought Marek did well when he was called upon. Good safe hands, uh, but everybody to a man defended as though the lives depended on it. And that's what we need to do. We need to do it for the next six months. We're not getting carried away with one result or whatever. We've had a good week. It's lifted the spirits, you know, the three wins in the week. A lot of work to do yet. That's Nigel Clough speaking to I Follow Stags after the Stags uh, 2-1 win at Forest Green Rovers on Saturday. The Stags' first win in Skybet League 2 this season. You can watch more with Nigel uh, and, of course, uh, other players, etc. on uh, ifollowmansfieldtown.net forward slash ifollow where I presume there'll be uh, some fresh content for you tomorrow as well as the the Stags camp look ahead to Friday night's game. And, Simon, you know, it's going to be uh, an important game as we've already touched 
touched upon. But what's more important, actually, is uh, uh, the three points which we picked up on Saturday. So I've just had a little look at some of the fixtures uh, from last night. There was one game at Port Vale against Scunthorpe. Scunthorpe won uh, 1-0 at Port Vale. And, of course, Scunthorpe just below us in the table. They're now level on points with us, albeit we have the, uh, the better goal difference. But they've got two games in hand uh, due to their sort of... Uh, break due to covid etc you know it is now the time for us to you know to really start picking those points up with uh, uh, with also Stephen he's starting to gain a little bit of ground as well it is but the main thing is is don't worry about everybody else we've just got to worry about us we've got to worry about what we do we can't be looking over his, looking over his shoulder all while thinking what scunthorpe doing what Stephen is doing we've just got to concentrate on us and get the three points and then whatever will be will be we get the three points we will not be bothered about what Scunthorpe do as long as we start climbing that league that's all that matters yeah absolutely it's the momentum which three points brings isn't it Nath yeah it is um and obviously we can see the change in the mentality of of, of our group especially I mean you know really going back from building from the Warsaw game it's been improving ever since but it was a little bit Gutting, you know, I can't believe that you know Saturday when we finally go and get a victory. So does Southend and so does Scunthorpe. You know, they both won at the weekend, and then obviously Scunthorpe follow up with a with another win on Tuesday. So uh, it's, you know, it, that was probably the only disappointing fact that I thought, oh, you know, we've got a bit of breathing space. I know it's ridiculous; it's so early on in the in the in the in the league anyway to be need, you know to think that you need breathing space, but it just helps. So. Um, it kind of makes that win even more important because if we didn't win that game, we actually would have been dragged further into it, which uh, again changes uh, you know, the the sort of mood around the camp altogether. So it was an important win for for, for numerous reasons. Yeah, let's have a look at uh, gaining some momentum then, Cam. Obviously, uh, two more league games left this month and then the FA Cup game against Dagenham and Redbridge, which will be shown on uh, the BBC iPlayer red button style thing bbc digital you'll be able to get it on uh, iplayer and uh, various other things which also means uh, that it's it's free to view and you won't have to pay on uh, iFollow mansfieldtown.net forward slash iFollow um, obviously the club won't get revenue from that but they'll get some from the TV money so it all works out uh, in the end um, but anyway uh, let's have a little look at the form because before we focus on, on that Dagenham game we've got two uh, critical league games for me both at home Colchester on Friday night and then Harrogate uh, on Tuesday Colchester in a rich vein of form at the moment from their last um six games they're currently third in the uh, in in the form table uh, with four wins and two defeats in their last six games uh it's going to be a tough old game that is um us and us and Colchester with I mean we play out more draws than anything these days so hopefully we can um we can get a win. It all depends on which Mansfield team turns up, and it's it's whether they want it or not. And I think since since Cluffy's come in, they've they've wanted it a lot more. And I think it's we just need to keep riding this wave that we're currently on, and this keep, keep like this new manager's bounce. Just keep that really going, and and, and just um, just get the win because it's going to be a tough tough few games. Obviously, we go. Uh, a week without playing a game, obviously with Friday, and then we've got a short, short turnaround onto the Tuesday night. But then we've got a bit of a longer wait for the Saturday again, uh, for the Sunday against Dagenham. So it's just all about keeping players fresh, fit, 
and uh, and all striving towards the same thing, which is um, three three wins. Yeah. So we've got the squad capable of doing it. We've proved it. We proved it last weekend at, at Forest Green. Forest Green, uh, about so far, uh, are definitely going to be up there this season. We know that they're going to be up there, and we. I wouldn't say that we comfortably beat them, but we 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 certainly took the game to them and and should have won it by more than than what we did. So let's hope that Friday night's exactly the same. I know you shouldn't look too much into form guides, Nath, but if you want a good omen, um, touch wood. Uh, last six games away from home, uh, Colchester yet to win on the road this season. Played five on the road, uh, three wins, uh, two defeats. Those two defeats coming in their last two outings as well. That puts them 23rd in the form table, um, obviously away from home uh, this season. So, uh, you know, I suppose you can look at that as a bit of a positive. But what 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 will be more important is actually mentality and if you refer back to the last home game uh, we actually had you know Richard Cooper was in charge for that one I believe it was the Warsaw game wasn't it um, yeah. and he did one critical thing which was uh, move the stags from the dressing room areas where they had to split getting changed due to the Covid regs put them in the, the KBS so they were all together would you like to see Nigel Clough continue continue that? I mean we was uh, very much in support of that decision wasn't we when you know when you actually thought about the uh, logistics and you know, if you try and put yourself in that as a player in that position you know of uh, getting ready for the game before the match or being together etc you know it does actually make logical sense even though it's not the norm of being in the changing rooms it's uh, something different and you kind of want to change things up a little bit to change your fortunes um, you know you say about Colchester's record away from home well to be honest, I don't, don't look because I don't really want to know but I don't think ours at, at home will be much uh, much better reading either so uh, you know, little things like that. It'd be interesting to see what what Clough does do, whether he continues what what Coops did, uh, uh, you know, with us getting changed together in uh, the Kevin Bird suite, or whether we revert back to the to the changing rooms. You know, it would be all to be seen. But um, yeah, I just think it's more of a matter of just building from what we've done. You know, we keep saying, but you know, that momentum's a massive thing, and every game we we've improved, and uh, we need to sort of remember that. You know, all Colchester are in uh, in good form. So were Forest Green, and and we were able to go to you know into their back backyard and, and beat them. Uh, and there's no reason why we can't do that against Colchester. And uh, you know, Marine did it against them. So uh, they're not they're not unbeatable. So um, you know, like like Forest Green and probably like Sunderland, like Bolton to a certain extent. You know, we were expected to get nothing out of those games and uh we very nearly won all three and we you know we won two so uh you know i'm 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 quietly optimistic it just let's go out there and let's put not put too much expectation on them uh but let's go out there and i, I don't mind as long as they give it a good go like they have done for the last five games and i'm happy uh, Simon, obviously, last uh, comment from you before we let you go back into the world of, uh, of parenthood uh, tonight. If you were in Nigel Clough's position, and what would you do? Would you get them back in the home dressing room and say, we're the home team, we're going to have our own home comforts? Or would you stick with that mentality of everybody in the same room, You know, pretty much like it has been uh, away from home? They had to basically get changed behind the stands in the concourse at, at Forest Green. So for me, I think it, it gives a bit more um, togetherness and a little bit more of a united front rather than sort of having to uh, shout instructions over two dressing rooms and, you know, adhere to all the, the COVID protocols, etc. 
yeah, it needs to be about the players, to be honest. It needs to be about being together and things like that as a team. So I would keep them all together in the... Is it Kevin Bird's week they're in where yeah. they're all together? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd keep them all together in there. Whereas, you know, we, we've seen it before in the past where players have been in their own little cliques and things like that. Whereas they, they're all together. They're a team. The players are a team, you know why not get them in the dressing room as a team and and it it gets them galvanized <laughs> for the game so why not absolutely the thoughts there of Simon Mercer Sire thanks very much for uh, joining us tonight we're going to hear from Ollie Clark in just a second and whilst we do we'll uh, uh, get you out of the room and get you back into the world of, of parenting uh, final uh, final thoughts from you obviously you know you're way behind in in the uh, the vote for the Christmas uh, outfit. I'm sure you'll join us for the for the Christmas show. But the key question is: Can Mansfield stay unbeaten for the rest of this month? And therefore, will I be dressing up in a green Christmas outfit? Yes, and yes, and even if they don't, I think you ought to do it anyway, just for fun. <laughs> Well, there you go. <laughs> talking of fun and talking of comebacks, uh, it's been great to have uh, Cy back on the show uh, for uh, the last couple of shows or so. I'm sure we'll get him back again before the Christmas special and hear from him uh, in bits and bobs. Uh, f- but another person who's been back in the fold over the last uh, couple of games or so is the skipper, Ollie Clark. He was uh, ruled out injured for a while. It looked like he was going to be out for a long, long time. Then a surprise return uh, in the uh, the cup game against Scunthorpe and then played a good hour or so um, on uh, on Saturday at Forest Green. Here he is speaking before the Forest Green game uh, about his return and about the appointment of Nigel Clough. It was massive, to be fair. I've obviously played against his teams before and they've always done well. And I, for one, was looking forward to it straight away because I, I understand that he, he enjoys hard work and, and people that put their bodies on the line. And that's something I kind of give myself... I, I kind of like to do myself, do you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those I, I look forward to the hard work and uh, I'm, I'm hoping that he likes me as a player and I can obviously push on under and his management. The intensity of training's probably been ramped up a little bit, but he's, he's not really had much to do on the training ground because we've obviously had a couple of games and, and it's all been a bit of a recovery session for the lads that have played. So Monday was just an enjoyable, small-sided games, bit of possession, all the things you kind of like as a footballer and just got everyone with a smile on their face and, and back enjoying it. And that's what you need, I think, when... When you've been on a bit of a bad run, you just need to go back to basics and, and get your smiles back on your face and get everyone working for each other because at the end of the day, it's a, it's a team game and you're going to need your teammates on the pitch to, to fight for you if something goes wrong. I think you know that if you've cost somebody their job or if somebody's lost their job, I'd say you immediately think we probably haven't been good enough, which is the case here. So I think when, you, when somebody new comes in, everyone sort of steps up to the plate probably improves their game by 10-15%. I don't think it's, it's something that players do on purpose, but I think it's just they try a little bit harder and they, they look to get a bit more out of themselves because they want to impress the new manager and they want they see it as a clean slate, really, and you can you start fresh. And I think that's probably the most immediate reaction when a manager comes in. It's, it's a clean slate and everyone's fighting to get back in the team. If you haven't been given a chance, it's a new chance to sort of get yourself in the team. and. Like you say, it started well for the new manager and obviously the lads are buzzing that he's come in because of his, his previous experiences and, and obviously, like you say, 
that's what we want, somebody with good knowledge to pass on to us. That's the skipper Ollie Clark speaking to I Follow Stags last week. You can watch that in full by heading to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I Follow. Thanks very much to Simon Mercer. We've now let uh, go back into the world of parenthood. So it is now just me, Nathan and uh, Cam. And that reminds me, I must get rid of that picture of uh, Simon now because he's he's gone and it's covering up Nathan's face and nobody wants that. There you go. Nathan is now back uh, with us. And Nathan, obviously, you know, hearing from Ollie there, he was obviously impressed, as we all were, by Nigel Clough's credentials and really pleased uh, that he's back in the side there where... Uh, captain, obviously, under Graham Coughlin. He's, he's kept the armband, so it seems, as well. Um, he's a fantastic player to have on the books. And like he mentioned in his interview in full, actually, if you if you manage to be able to watch that, his, the style under Nigel Clough will certainly suit him a little bit better than uh, than Graham Coughlin's by by getting on the ball and you know getting out there to, to really go and attack. Yeah, I mean, we've seen um, a lot of changes in, in, in a lot of players, haven't we? Uh, as we've adjusted first of all the system but also adjusted the, the style of play so um we haven't really had the chance to see how ollie clark will, will fit into that um you know obviously we've we got a, an hour out of him on uh, on saturday but obviously he's probably not fully fit yet so you know expect him to uh to, to hopefully improve over the over the coming weeks so you know you could you could tell he was kind of uh trying not to criticize his old his old boss too much or say anything that would be critical to him. I think he was trying to sort of say, you know, mainly the players down, you know, the fault for possibly getting the, the manager the sack. But at the same time, uh, you know, he does, <clears throat> does seem to say, show that he's, uh, you know, excited about the prospect of playing under, under Clough or at least the, the squad are anyway, as a whole. So, um, you know, he, he is a big player to have. Obviously, captain uh, is important. And obviously, as, as you pointed out on Saturday um, and I think in the EFL Trophy, you know, as soon as he came on that pitch, he, he was straight to get that uh, armband off of, uh, off of Perch and, and Sweeney. So, um, you know, he he still is adamant. He still wants to step up and, and be captain. That Nothing changed there. Um, he still wants to lead the team. So, and he'll be a big player to have back. So, I'm looking forward to seeing how he fits in with uh, you know, our, our new style. Yeah, a good player to have uh, on your books is uh, Ollie Clark Cam and obviously we were expecting him to be out a little bit longer so it was almost another boost for Nigel Clough when he came in. Yeah, it is. and We've seen what Ollie can do for the, I mean, the games that he has been playing, um, really getting the ball forward. He can dig us out defensively as well but yeah, he's just a fantastic leader of the of the team and it's, it is fantastic to have him back and we need to be able to find some way for him to fit in at the moment because at the moment, who do you drop? Charlesley? Yeah, it's a difficult Mahrez. one, isn't it? Because like you said, everyone's been playing so, so well. I think the only grace will be, be interesting to see if there is a press conference tomorrow, what the situation with George Maris is. Yeah, I'll say Maris. I mean, I mean, I think Maris is another one that's come under a lot of stick recently, but it's improved over the last couple of games. And it's just another one. Yeah, if he's fit, then he's got to play. So it's getting him back in the squad. And it's the same with the whole Ryan Sweeney situation and and Mayonnaise coming back into the team. How, how do you get them back into the team? Because you can't just drop a player. Because we've been playing so well, it's just going to really rile up the well, dressing room if you just keep changing isn't it. Isn't that the point? The sake of it. Like surely, surely, I mean, for me anyway. Like, if if the players on the pitch aren't doing anything wrong, then then don't drop them. It doesn't. It surely shouldn't matter whether 
uh, who, who's on the bench, whatever name they are, surely uh, until that uh, any of those players start dipping in form, and you know it's that the whole idea of bringing in players, uh, you know, you bring in several players for one position is for, for competition. So, you know, surely, um, you know, I, I, I for one would want to see maybe, obviously, if, if, if Maris is injured, then it's a different story. If his injuries and that, that's like, but you, well, we'll talk about the defence, for example. So, you know, Perch and, and Rawson, would it be fair to drop either of them for Sweeney? And we know Sweeney's a key player, but end of the day, if they don't deserve to be dropped, then should they be dropped? And I, for I for one, don't. I would, I'd say no. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with Nathan. I mean, you know, we've, we've got that poll live at the moment about who's been the most Im- improved player. Obviously, we've gone for this choice of Steck, Bowery and, and James Perch and any others if you want to drop them in the comments, of course. But for me, I think Perch is, is one of the key ones. I think we were, we'd lost him a little bit in, in midfield. Obviously, he sort of was put in there to do a job with various injuries and, and, other, and other bits and bobs he was sort of having to run but he wasn't really affecting things and we sort of raised a few eyebrows didn't we in that first game when he was dropped into centre-back but he's looked absolutely solid um, he's looked really really comfortable he was a very good standing captain for us as, as well Cam and it would be really really unfair to, 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 to see him dropped and I, I guess that's the thing at the moment isn't it everybody's raising the game James Perch is one of them he's, he's a really good player for him and you know, on merit at the moment, he deserves fully deserves to keep his place. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the point I'm making. It's like, how do you get players back into the squad that we thought were going to be so crucial and influential this season, your Ryan Sweeney's Arnie Clarks, when everybody else has played absolutely out of their skin for the last couple of games? It's fantastic. And it's, it's the sort of headache that you really, really want as a manager because it's like, who do you choose? Who do you choose? All these players to choose from, all playing fantastically, all good, very good players. And yes, we've got to stick with what's winning, but it's always nice to know that we can change it up. And especially with this new five rule, uh, five substitution rule come in, it's going to be even more of a chance for those players that are just coming back into the squad on the fringe to really stake a claim as well as what they're doing in training. But the quick turnaround in the games as well is is another fantastic opportunity to really showcase what uh, players can offer to the team and um, and really show why why they're here. Yeah, uh, Roger says don't change a winning team. Gary says don't drop anyone. Nature will take its course through suspensions and injury, etc. For example, Maris last week. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the latest situation is um, on that. I certainly don't think there'll be too many changes going into. Uh, to Friday night's game. I think what will uh, be the case, though, is there probably will be a few more changes for the need of changes on Tuesday night. I'm surprised, actually, Nate, that that game hasn't been pushed back 24 hours yet. I know a few others have. Um, I guess there's there's no need to, really. If we're playing 24 hours earlier, then um, I guess it's still the same amount of days in between the two, isn't they? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm thinking... I was thinking... Sorry, I was thinking, obviously, that... Um, the Dagenham game came me through before it doesn't. <laughs> Silly me, this is what happens. This is what happens when you don't go out and talk to people. You lose your mind. Uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, so, I, you know, I don't think in that aspect they shouldn't Just be, forget that question. Just, there shouldn't just, be any excuses anyway. I, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to rescue you here with some sort of explanation to uh, yeah, whatever. Thanks, mate. I appreciate it. <laughs> 
dear, oh dear, oh dear. Uh, right, let's get back to some form of uh, normality. Uh, we're going to close the vote in just uh, a couple of minutes' time in terms of who's been one of the most uh, improved players um, and sort of uh, see what happens in that one. But let's have a quick word on the other nominations, Cam. Obviously, Jordan Bowery has been um, fantastic for us. You know, we've given him a lot of criticism on this show um, prior to um, Graham Cochran sacking, but he's really proven us wrong now and really putting in uh, a shift. And Marek Stecker is another one. You know, he had some absolute howlers, really bad start, but again, he's showing his confidence. He's showing exactly why he was a championship goalkeeper. Yeah, I'll say he came with all this pedigree and he'd, he'd not shown it until the last couple of games. And I think that did do you think maybe it was a bit a lack of distrust in in the in the team of, in front of him because it just seemed that every time that something was going wrong it's when we were just under so much pressure and um it's like since we've got rid of Cochrane it's just seemed that the whole team's just got rid of that that stress that pressure that they're under and they can just play football the way that they want to and and yes we're obviously play into a structure and whatever but we're not forcing the players to play something that they can't do and they're not comfortable with and it seems that that confidence in the team spans down from the strikers right down to the goalkeeper as well and I think Steck's really coming to his own like we said just earlier in the show we on about oh, if, um, on about should Aiden Stone get a game well at the minute yeah he doesn't look like being moved a Steck so um <laughs> I mean, it's great that we've actually got a, a really, really good goalkeeper now and he seems to have found a bit of form, but um, we've just got to keep it going and uh, just hope that he keeps improving because we, we know how how good a player actually is. Back-to-back promotions with Luton and, and um, what he can offer to the team. So, yeah, I mean, we've had to give him time, but we've got, we're now starting to see the see the benefits of bringing him, bringing him in yeah certainly so he took 19% of the vote in the end for who's shown the most improvement since Graham Cochran left James Perch 13% other 3% and Jordan Bowery takes it with 66% uh, of the vote thanks very much for getting involved with that guys as always we'll have uh, uh, more opportunities for you to uh, vote and have your say on your team throughout the rest of the season uh, of course starting with um uh, with Friday night at home to Colchester. First, though, time for a brand new segment dedicated to Nathan because, lads, I've got a bit of a, a, a moral dilemma, a couple of moral dilemmas, actually, and I need your help. This, though, is what the segment's called. Uh, so Nathan is a superstitious character, aren't you, Nathan? I mean, I kind of thought the joke was you, you picked a blind singer, but go on. Yeah, I am, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, and that never crossed my mind. I just went for the superstitions. I would never do that to you. Uh, no, it's made me smirk, but um, <sighs> yes, You've got a sick uh, mind. A got a sick <laughs> mind. Uh, so Nathan, Nathan is a, a superstitious character. Um, and we was this is where how the whole Christmas outfit thing uh, came up as well because you know I was saying is it time to put the Christmas decorations on the on the set behind you know a few lights and you know change things up a bit make it look a little bit more festive maybe throw some tinsel uh, around the microphone and, and and things like that and Nathan was like no because 
you know, we can't do it. We're on a good run of form at the minute. We don't want to jinx it, right? So I agreed with that. I think that's that's fine. That's why I went with the whole should I wear this if we go unbeaten, etc. But there's something else which is on my mind now. Nigel Clough, let, let's settle this. Let's settle this debate. How many games has Nigel Clough actually managed, Cam? Two. Nathan. Two. Two, yes. Uh, a lot of people saying three on that. Obviously, those who have just gone, well, he was appointed on this date and they've had three games since then. Two games, right? For those, both of those games, I have watched the game not on the main TV in the living room, my dad, because he's not been here. He's been under the thumb and, you know, has just put other things first, which is fine. Which is fine. Um, I've watched it on my TV in my room. Now, obviously, <laughs> fine. And, and, you know, we've we've won both of these games and we've played quite well. Now, on Saturday, I'm expected to hook the laptop up in the main living room again um, and, and watch the game with him. Now, I did watch the Sunderland game with him and we won that one, but obviously Richard Cooper was in charge then and not Nigel Clough. So the dilemma is, you know, do I say, no, off you go, and I'm watching it in my room on my own, or do I let... Take over and put that aside, and you know, um, watch it with him. What do I do, Nice. I'm gonna say, I no. That's, I, I, just, I, can't, I couldn't do it. That's, it's, I mean, I've, I've had my own dilemma. That, you know, ever since I've had a fry up on a Saturday morning, which I used to do uh, in the good season of David Flitcroft. Um, we, you know. I've had a fry up on every morning since since Warsaw. I don't think this is a coincidence. But now I'm worried because obviously Friday morning, got work, not going to get to do it. So I've I've got a problem myself. I don't know what to do with life. Wow, what what did you do on the midweek game, the the Tuesday night Scunthorpe game? Um, because I can solve yours for you right now. If you didn't have one the day of the Scunthorpe game, you're fine because you know technically it's a Evening game, so evening games are yeah, slightly you've different. Got a point. Okay, so I'm I'm good. I, I can survive. So, uh, but yeah, for you, I'd I'd say no. I just uh, it's too too risky. Yeah, Cam, what what would you say? So I did something really strange. I watched the uh, Sunderland game in the kitchen with the boys because <laughs> we were. What was it? Well, have you got a TV we were... kettle? Is it a kettle which boils <laughs> at half time or something? Smart or... fridge. Yeah, smart fridge. <laughs> No, we've just got a TV, we've got a TV in the kitchen and we've got a laptop, so put it on in there. So we won that one. I didn't watch Tuesday nights, but then Saturday I watched the first half in here. Yeah. And then went and sat with them for the second half and watched it in there. Ah, well you see so now. I'm like, I, I've not had a pattern. I mean, and then obviously Friday's game we'll be watching it all together anyway. So basically, what what we've established right now is. All our superstitions are absolute nonsense because none of us have really stuck to it, basically. No, I think and I'm the only one that has. To go to, credit needs to go to Coops and Clough for just turning it around. And it's, and it's nothing to do with the Mouse for Mouse podcast. I think this is basically where we're going with this. <laughs> well, it, it is, but it isn't because, you know, you two might have, your, your superstitions might have gone out the window, but my, I've still got my moral dilemma. The two games Ish. under... No, the two games the under... The Sunderland nine... one. Don't, it, I yeah, mean, that was where it all this, started. Man, well, um, was it? I mean... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? I don't know. I, I don't tell you know. what, I've changed my mind. Go and get, go and watch it with your dad. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say don't, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, there you go. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out what I do on Friday as uh, we uh, look ahead um, to uh, uh, to that one. Obviously, Colchester on Friday night. Last well, little. Can I, can I add another thing in there as well? What about we another... about? I'm going to get kicked off a copyright here as well. It's only three <laughs> seconds. Not even that. <laughs> yeah, I just start panicking when it goes on. I'm like, my heart starts beating. Um, no, what, what I was going to say is uh, watch it with your dad and let's get another Gogglebox stag style thing for some reaction. Oh, now we're actually it. It might be, uh, might be. I don't know if the club is still doing it, but Mansfield Matters, you know, get it on there. Oh, I'll do it if you do it. Ah. Uh... That's the I deal. I can do it, but no, I can't do it. Actually, no, I can't do it. My uh, my camera, which I used for it, is at work. I'm furloughed. I'm not allowed to go to work, so I can't retrieve it. So I can't do that. I'm pretty sure you have about 15 cameras, so don't give me that. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not there you go i don't know we'll, we'll wait and see we'll, we'll find out maybe i might do that do you guys want to see that back would you like to see mansfield matters style goggle box whether we do that for the club or whether we do that for for here let us know I always like to uh get your thoughts and uh and have your comments etc um on that let's go back to uh, something a little bit more um serious though can we going to finish off with, with this one before we have a little look at um Net, uh, the upcoming games etc and that is a comment which Nigel Clough made uh, in one of his press conferences talking about the, the youngsters not exactly being babies anymore obviously we've seen Alistair Smith uh, go out on a month's loan to Altrincham uh, came off the bench uh, against uh, older shot and then played full 90 against the scum um, uh-huh. the other night um, <laughs> and uh, played very well for them and really influenced uh, the game but he's right isn't he you know when people think about youngsters in football, they, they think, you know, 18, 19, but the majority of our youngsters are all like 21, 22. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're older now. I think, uh, I was Tyrese Sinclair, 18, 19. He'll be the youngest one, yeah. Yeah, so he's the youngest one. So I think that, I think going back to the whole EFL thing, I think that's the the role that he'll fall into. But yeah, the players that we'd go to, like the, the youngsters, yeah, you Jimmy Knowles and whatever. I mean, I think he scored one. The county so far, I think he played last night. Uh, oh, he was on the bench last night. I don't know whether he came off the bench or not, but um, that went well for them as well, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're all they're all growing up, and it, it, are Mansfield going to do a Mansfield? We get to the end of this season, and then we say, yeah, bye, because that's what always seems to happen with these young players. It's a tough prospect, though, isn't it, Nath? Because, you know, they are young. They are, you know, majority of them 21. Jason Law, 21. Um, Ali Smith, um, 21. Aidan Walker, 21. You know, the. Does it not... just me that Jason Law, it feels like Jason Law's been around the squad forever. Well, that's the point. And, you know, if you're not breaking into the side when you're that age, and this is no disrespect to them because, you know, they, are, they all have got good attributes and they've perhaps not been given a chance by ex managers and such and such. You know, you do have to go out and get them them game time and for me the next probably couple of months is the opportunity for them to really show what they can do they need to go out and do it elsewhere because you know like we've said before Nate there's no Papa John's trophy anymore we've only got the FA Cup and I don't think we're going to be playing them um, in that and even then we've only got one FA Cup game until um, you know December when we the next transfer window so for me they've got to go out they've got to develop and I think 
in particular Alex Smith, he's got to really make a huge impression um, on his loan spell at, at, um, at Altrincham and then, um, you know, come back and, and really fight for his place because, you know, if you look at players we've brought in when they've been young, you know, Ryan Sweeney was relatively young when we brought him. He's come in, made an impression and, you know, is probably one of our be- best players at the club. It's players like that who are stamping their authority in the league. You've got to match up to that and unfortunately we're just for whatever reason our young players haven't either haven't had the opportunity or they've just not grasped it when they have no um you know that we've had so many players that have been uh you know knocking on the door and that have been involved to a certain extent they've had a few cameo appearances uh you know in, in the league you know you know jimmy Knowles has had a, a couple of league appearances now um and obviously so, so has alistair smith they're, they're the two main ones that you think about at the moment that are probably closest to uh, you know breaking into the first team if you, if you exclude the ones that were brought in such as Sweeney and and, and Clark for example and, and Aidan Stone um, you know the, the thing is for them is to go and get that experience I say so it's good that they've only dropped one level so you've got uh, Jimmy Knowles at, at County which um, at first I was a bit annoyed about because he wasn't really getting involved he wasn't getting selected but it looks like he is now so um, you know, we should probably go and do a bit of research to see how, how much he is getting, you know, included either, you know, on minutes on the pitch anyway, because that's probably the most important. Cause he could be getting that experience on the bench for us, to be fair. So it's, it's about time on the pitch because, uh, you know, we know what the non 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 like. It's uh, it's physical. You're, you're against, you know, some, you're going into the man's game then, and that's what they need to be ready to come back to us. So it's, it's great that they are get, getting that experience, but... The good thing is, I would like to see them come back soon. You know, with this new rule of five substitutions, it's the perfect opportunity to to one have them included in the in the match day squad. But actually, that gives us more of a chance to put them on the pitch when, um, you know, when yeah, when they when they're called upon. Um, you know, I think in the past it's probably been because of the three subs. Uh, it's been a bit more of a risk, especially in the last couple of seasons when you think we've been. Um, sort of languishing at the wrong side of the table. So it's harder to make those risks then because obviously if it goes wrong, you've then got the, you know, at the end of the day, the manager's job's on the line. And obviously I'm not saying we're, we're out of the mess at, at the moment, but hopefully we can carry on climbing up the table. And I think that's when it's you get more of an opportunity to then to put in these players. And with the additions of the you know extra subs now, it's, there's even more of opportunity. So... I'd like to see us maybe try and uh, take that a bit more. But we always say that and it's easier said than done and we don't get to see how they fare in, you know, in training against uh, the rest of the team. So it's it's not an easy thing to say, but uh, hopefully we, we do get to see a bit more. Yeah, very much easier said than done, isn't it, as well? And uh, uh, lots of you uh, getting in touch as well. Uh, Gary says, Ben Whiteman, who was on loan here, set the market for youngsters. Um, was class and showed the quality from day one. I don't think the quality has been high enough, but it takes time for an academy to generate the quality of crew. A very uh, fair point there um, from Gary. Let's wrap things up then uh, tonight, Cam, by having a look ahead to our forthcoming fixtures. We asked at the top of the show, could the Stags uh, remain unbeaten for the um, uh, for, Nove- for, for November? And back at the start of November, you know, the end of October as we were coming into it, if somebody would have offered us being unbeaten with a couple of wins thrown in there for good measure at the end of November, we'd have absolutely bitten the hand off and maybe even taken their arm as well. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd have thought so. Um, it's been a, a relatively all right month, I'd say. Um, a few more wins would have been nice, but Ayo, we keep moving and we're on we're on this wave, this positive wave. Well, there you go. I, I don't think there's anything else to be said. What, what would you uh, be going with uh, for Friday night, Nate? What would your hopes be for Friday? Um, I think uh, the, the next two games are going to be really tough. You know, if we do go un- unbeaten for, for this month, I think it'll be massive. A, a really, really good achievement. Uh, but I'm going to level my expectation levels a, a, a little bit. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd be... I'd be happy. I'd take a draw, but obviously a win would be be, be massive. So, but a, a draw for me wouldn't be the end of the world. So, uh, but just let's just carry on building. You know, we've we've uh, we've got that momentum. Let's let's keep it going, um, and and see what we can do. But I'm for 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 once, and this is really strange to be saying this because a month ago I'd, I'd I can't say hand on heart it would have been the truth. But I am actually looking forward to the to the next match, and that's. Uh, that's, that's saying something to, to where we were you know, not, not so long ago. Yeah, do you know what? At the very start of the show t- tonight, I had a little rice smile to myself and, and thought, how nice is it to actually be sitting here, Cam, and having a positive conversation rather than going, it needs to go, this needs to happen, this needs to happen. Everything has taken a turn and it's looking in a much better shape than than what it was. How nice is it after so long to actually feel like Nathan says to be on the right track and you know to be riding the wave back towards the beach rather than drifting out to sea. It is nice because we've had a wretched old season so far, so it's nice to have some some positivity. And in, in the year where positive is by far the most negative word going, <laughs> it's nice to have some positivity. It certainly. Um, it certainly is. It certainly is. Uh, boys, thanks very much for getting involved tonight. Cam, you can go and uh, play with your university friends um, tonight now. Bought, they've just been in comments all night, honestly. Yeah, and I've been ignoring them. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> I've, I avoided pressing block, but, you know. Giovanni Brown, hat-trick. Thanks. Yeah. It's all I've heard about all week. Hat-trick, Giovanni Brown. Up the use. Let's... Uh... Let's see if they're the, still need... uh, still here on uh, on Friday night for the uh, match reaction show. Let's... Got to win. Well, got to win. One person who won't be is Cam Felton. He'll be watching it with his university friends. Ooh, oh, uni friends. friends. But do you know what? Do you know what, Nath? Do you know? Do you know what? As soon as uh, Cam told us that he, he'd made friends at uni, we were worried about him, weren't we? When he went away, weren't we? We were worried. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this was my reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Of course I've saved it. Of course I've saved it. It's a it's an absolute podcast. Um, it's an absolute podcast classic. So there you go. Uh, join me and Nathan on. Uh, make sure you join me and Nathan. Should I say on uh, on Friday night? Yeah, Friday night. We'll go with that one. Um, as the Stags uh, host Colchester at the One Call Stadium. Cam won't be with us, uh, but he'll be with us again in uh, in the week when, of course, the Stags play Harrogate. So there you go. And I've even put the wrong promo image on. I've not even changed it. How rubbish am I today? So there you go. Uh, make sure you... Uh, you know, you head to our website, mtfcmatters.co.uk, to catch up with all of our podcasts. We're now on Spotify as well, so if you've missed any of them, just search the Mansfield Matters podcast on Spotify. Catch up with a load of stuff there. And as always, be sure to join us 15 minutes-ish after the full-time whistle on Friday 
as the Stags welcome Colchester. And then again, 15 minutes after the full-time whistle-ish on Tuesday as the Stags welcome Harrogate. An unbeaten November so far. Three more games unbeaten. I'm buying a very decorative Christmas outfit. But more importantly, we'll all be smiling. The Stags have made a U-turn. Let's hope it remains a U-turn and they go in the right direction rather than turning back the other way again. What a nice feeling it is to have some positivity around the place. Enjoy the rest of your week. We'll see you on Friday. Good night. Sport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.